Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Coach Josh. I want to officially welcome you guys and gals into the live Q&A of yours truly. And for those who's watching me for the very first time, my name is Joshua, as you also know as Coach Josh. And my goal is to help you make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. And for those who've been watching for a mighty long time or very short time but found this material uh, on time, I want to say thank you so much for rocking with me. For all those who's watching on YouTube, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, I want to say thank you all so much for your support. And I'm going to get right into the chat feed, give you all an opportunity to get in. And if you're watching this video, like, man, these videos of his is look pretty long. Every video I've done for the last few months, the timestamps of every video are below. Let's get right to the chat box, see who's here. And then I'm going to get right into the live Q&A. Oh, we, oh, people was already in the building. Miss D says, can someone you used to be friends with be friends with you again, or is that a bad idea? Uh, can someone used to be friends with be friends with you again, or is that a bad idea? Can you have guy friends? I see what you're saying. I, I'll answer both questions kind of separately and kind of go from there. Um, but for your first question, it is it is possibly friends again. Um, um, it just depends. It just depends on what caused the friendship to end briefly. Um, you have to ask yourself: Is this person a person who is genuinely apologetic for for what they did? Is this person? Um, um, a good fit for where you are right now, and that's where everything boils down to. Uh, um, friendship should friends should not be um, just easily welcomed. I think the term friendship has been overly diluted. Uh, many people don't know what a real friend is, and um, and when you understand what true friendships it means or what it requires, you will be very selective in who you are as friends. Is it possible to be friends again with someone? Yes, but you got to check their character, check where they are in life, and see if both uh, match. If they don't match, then there's no need for you to try to uh, build a bond with them. But can you have a guy friend? Um, you just got to be very careful when it comes to friends of the opposite sex, especially if y'all both are attracted to each other. And that it is just what it is. If you are attracted to that person, I don't think it's wise to be friends. Um, because like I said in another video, um, being a friend with someone could be manipulative and, and you could be utilizing the term friendship to really uh, utilize it as leverage for a relationship. So uh, will you truly be friends with him? Uh, it, uh, it just all depends. And um can you have guy friend? I think I think the term of uh, a, a, a male friend or a guy friend has to have significant boundaries around them, a complete understanding with a commitment around those understandings. So, is it possible to be friends someone that you was friends with again? Yes, yeah, possible. You just got to check their character. Is it wise to be friends with a guy if you attracted to him or you know for a fact deep down inside utilizing that friendship as a ill ulterior motive with ulterior motives, then it's just not wise. Great question. Uh, Miss D says, I hope and although I, I know it's not a good idea, it's hard not to want to be friends with God. I know it's difficult, uh, but I think those natural desires and natural uh, longings is for the one that God has for you. I think we, we all want a friend that's the opposite of us. We all want a friend that's a girl or a friend that's a guy, but it all boils down to the one that God has for us. I think that's what those benefits and energy should be uh, uh, reserved for is for the one that would be the closest friend outside of Jesus. And that's the one that you're supposed to marry. All right, let's get right into it. Miguel Garcia, what's going on, family? How you doing? Stella, what's going on? Miguel, what's your question? Kimberly, what's going on? Stella, Stella, hey, hey, safe everyone. Everybody safe. Hope you safe as well. Uh, Stephanie, uh, Stephora, Sephora, what's going on? Pink October says, is it safe to date an ex that ended because of bad timing and now you're both ready for the relationship? Um, you just got to make sure this is the one that God has for you. I don't see no, I don't see no problem as long as it's in God's will. Um, I think um sometimes what often happens, uh, uh, people get involved with each other prematurely, but that was the one for them. It all boils down to clarity from God, but you can't have clarity with God when there's so much curiosity in your heart and so much care in your heart for someone because curiosity and care can blind, uh, uh, or cloud your judgment, keeping you from really. Um, seeing the will of God for you. So what I would do is I would just say, you know what, before we get back together, uh, uh, let's let's seek God about this. Give yourself seven to 14 days to not talk to each other, um, to block each other online, um, to completely be separate, isolated from each other. And don't use that time missing them. Use that time getting to know God, get closer to him so that you can have a deeper sensitivity to see if this is even in the, in the cards for, for your life. And, and it's difficult to try to get back with someone that you had feelings for. Uh, but but I think um, it's just best to see God on it. Take about seven, 14 days away from each other. Earnestly seek 
seek God about his about what his will is. Don't worry about if he's in your will. Just seek God for his will for your life and seek God for who he is in your life. And don't be very selective. You can petition at one time to God say, hey, God, I like this guy, I like this girl. And I just need to know if this person is supposed to be in my world. You see what I'm saying? Give it to him one time. And other times, just rejoice that you hear from God. And secondly, just constantly be uh, Holy Spirit. Just show me God's will for me today. And as you continue to navigate the day, when you come face to face with that person in those 14 days, your spirit will be sensitive enough and you will be able to say, you know what? I just don't think you're it or I think you legit. And um, then because you need that, so you won't quit on each other. You see what I'm saying? If you know it's it and you know it's legit from God, you won't quit on it because God confirmed it. You can't allow feelings to confirm it, uh, uh, compatibility to confirm it. You gotta allow the you have to allow Christ to confirm it because he's the one that's going to seal it together. So just make sure it's it's the will of God. That's all I can say. The best advice I can give. Nick Antoine says, Coach, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. May not be back for a while. Appreciate you. Peace. Have a good one. I grew because of your channel. And now I'm going to go read the word for myself. See you in the future. God willing. Hey, God bless you, bro. That's maturity. I'm proud of you. Can't wait to have you back, but take your time. I'm so glad that you're going this route. And we'll see you when you come back, family. Uh, seek him while he's near. Um, um, get to know him while it's clear. And, and so that you can have faith. And not fear, my brother. Hope that helps. Sass Saint says, my child disrespects me badly and it feels and, and feels okay to put her hands on me while I'm disabled. My parents taught her how to disrespect me. I'm deeply hurt and trying to get out of bitterness. How old is your child? Um, there, there's options that you can do. Now, I'm not the end all be all when it comes to this, but when a child puts their hand on you in your house, then you got to find another house for them to stay in. That's simple. Um, because what you have to understand is you have to first, number one, let me before, let me before, before we go that route, let's, let's set some ground rules. Number one, you gotta you gotta assess um, um, what's going on. How old is your child? What is your child's root reason for their disrespect? Um, and also, you gotta look at yourself. Am I contributing in any kind of case? That doesn't your contribution may not it does not validate what they do, but it could give some kind of value to why they're doing what they're doing. Thirdly, you have to see what uh, what's the demonic root in this. What could possibly be the real root reason demonically that this child is being disrespectful, putting their hands on? Because anytime you go that far enraged, there's demonic activity. Um, no person is aggressive like that or violent like that without some type of demonic influence. So once you address those three things and then... <clears throat> And reestablish who you are in Christ and reestablish your authority in that home and, and break that demonic stronghold. I say, I don't know what your parents are involved in. They could be involved in some witch work. They could be involved in something like, like that, something like that. Um, but greater is he that's in you than what you face in this world. So what you have to do is go to God tonight and say, God, hey, give the Holy Spirit, give me revelation of what's going on in my child. What demonic spirit, what is in my house that I've allowed to come in here that's allowing a demonic spirit to have a legal right to affect her to get to me. Once you get that clarity from God, then you go about what God wants you to do. Um, go to my website, my books and my, where are my books at? I think my books are in here. Here they go. Uh, I want you to go to my website <clears throat> right now and go to imunplugged.com forward slash worksheets and download the PDF to my book, World War Me. And that'll give you kind of some clues on how the demonic spirits work and how to put on your whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand. Uh, but if all that has been done and this kid wants to still do what she or he wants to do. There's there's foster homes, not foster home, but there's homes that you can put that child in. You know what I mean? Just do what you got to do. I mean, that's that's just my opinion. Uh, I'm, I'm not a counselor. I'm not a social worker. <clears throat> I'm not any of those things. <clears throat> but one thing as far as me and my house, we'll say the Lord. If you if you want to act like you're the woman or man of this house, then unfortunately you got to leave this house. So put them, put her back with the parents, put her back with them and, and keep it moving. That's my advice. Have you done all of that? After you've done all to stand, stand there for and see the salvation board. And send her to, the, to your mom and them house and let them deal with that demon that's in her if she continues. Hope that helps. Lizzie Lewis says, hey, coach, please pray that we keep our minds sane during this quarantine, especially single parents working and homeschooling. Thanks. You're so welcome, Lizzie. Uh, God's going to cover you. Let me pray for all the single moms, single parents. And that's that's, that's uh, everything now from teacher to parent uh, to provider, etc. Father, I thank you so much for who you are in every person's life. That, Father God, you have a purpose for this, even uh, specific for their life. I thank you, Father God, for giving them strength and the understanding to navigate this season, uh, to be able to see the fruit and the possibilities of this season. I thank you for a peace that surpasses all understanding, is able to keep their hearts in mind through Christ Jesus. I thank you that the steps of this good woman and every good woman and good man are ordered by you. I thank you that favor surrounds them like a shield. I thank you, Father God, that you continue to enable them to continue to be prosperous in this season, uh, to be focused in this season. We thank you, ultimately, that you're 
the only one that can carry our care. So I pray you give them the willingness to cast their <clears throat> cares onto you because you care for them. We thank you, Lord. <clears throat> As your word also says that you're present help in a time of trouble. And we thank you, Father God, that your spirits on standby to guide them in all wisdom when they lack it. And we thank you for it. Jesus, we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Shiro Kamu says, oh, let me scroll back up. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Shiro Kamu says, hey, coach, I've started to talk to a guy from church and we only text on Facebook. And he is always the first one to text first. But should I text someday first thinking about he should approach first? Um, let that let that flow continue um, because there's nothing a man was was equipped to lead and 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 let him keep let that vibe keep going until until you get clearance from God in regards to where this should go everything in my opinion boils down to the to the will of God if God says it's the one for you then it's okay to um to fulfill your position as a woman and let the man pursue because because we're built for that we're 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 built to be hunters we're built to be protectors we're built to be providers protectors providers are all initiative terms i initiate provision. I initiate protection. And so if you continue to do what a mother would do and let and, and continue to be like a single mom and doing everything for a, a, a male, then all of a sudden he will think that it's normal. But if you continue to realize that you're not this man's mom, that you're this man's potential uh, woman, then you let him keep pursuing until the relationship gets to a place. That's nothing wrong with initiate conversation like, yo, you know, uh, whatever, like just simple stuff. But uh, keep it at an 80 20, you know, what I'm saying a 90 10 where 90 percent of the time he initiates. But 10 percent you may you may come in at some time. But in the beginning, let it strictly be him initiating um, and, and go from there, because you don't want to start initiating, get your feelings involved. And then he just kind of wants to dissolve the relationship. And I've seen it done before, heard it done before. And, and a lot of women say, well, I'm going to start, start getting involved. No, let him keep pursuing so you can keep seeing his intentions. And then when you see his intentions, then you'll determine whether or not you want to really uh, uh, be involved with him. But I got a book <clears throat> that I kind of help you during the process. Um, dating prep that can kind of help you all who's going through dating relationship. And even if you want to date yourself, card game that goes with it. Um, dating prep as well. Great questions to kind of discuss and maybe uh, put that bug in his ear and kind of see um, where, where his head at about some of these questions. And I think that's a good idea. There's nothing wrong with initiating something that's going to better uh, his pursuit of you. And saying, hey, I got this book that I think we should check out. I got this card game. I just want to see if this is of God um, before you really start getting your feelings involved. Hope that helps. Lucinda Diggs says, how do you get over the feelings of feeling worthless? Um, the reason why you feel worthless right now is because your values in something else other than God. See, God is the ultimate standard. He's the ultimate source of value. The creator of a thing knows the value of a thing based upon um, um, the, the creation of it. And so when you assess your idolatry and assess your connection with the thing, then you will begin to see where your worth is. You have to ask yourself, a lot of people right now are feeling worthless right now, feeling not as valuable right now because a lot of their idols have been tested. A lot of their idols have been uh, removed. And now all they have is what they have in, in God. But when you have God, you have enough. And so how to overcome the feelings of worthless, worthlessness uh, is first, number one, uh, reevaluate. Uh, where or, or assess where your value has been. Secondly, you have to understand who you are as a daughter and as a son of God, because when you understand and get into God's word and meditate on it day and night and allow it to be uh, uh, to develop you, <clears throat> then you will begin to see who God is, who you are to him and how you are loved and valued by him. Because if you continue to live your life uh, based and, and, and living your life with the value of money, uh, because if money is your value, if your money dictates your worth, then what happens when the money's gone? If a man dictates your worth, what happens when he leaves? If a woman dictates your worth, what happens when she leaves? If if a career is, is what your, your sole source of value or worth comes from, what happens if you lose that job? So you have to always go all the way down to the bottom floor and root your life in because it starts there lucinda you got to look at where do i find my worth and realize the, the the ramifications of rooting yourself in such a thing and, and looking at the 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 eternal support you get when you root yourself in christ and that's where i was i used to idolize my ministry i used to idolize uh success and then when all i had was 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 just a little bit of stuff 
and not a lot of the people coming, my idolatry was tested until I realized that if I continue to make this ministry my value, if I continue to make this thing my source of worth, then I will find myself dead. I will find myself going crazy. I will find myself all over the place. And ultimately, I'll find myself in sin. But when I really put my hope in God, the numbers didn't affect me no more. The uh, response don't affect me no more. That I'm just doing this ultimately for God because if I if it's well before God, then it would be a nice well of water for everyone else. And so that's just how I look at it. So write on a sheet of paper what you find your ultimate worth in, and be honest with yourself, and ask yourself why will this? How will this idol fail me? And then you'll realize that no matter when I put my hope in anything, you look at it and be like, what if this was removed? Where would I be emotionally? But when you get into God's word, go to openbible.com, openbible.info, go to Google or whatever and type in worth in God, my value in God. God is my source. God is my father. And start meditating on the scriptures and really start from that place there and say, God, here am I. I need you. It says in Romans uh, let's see. My, can y'all hear me? My internet seems like it's uh, okay. There we go. The Bible says in Romans 10 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So in, you got to have faith more so than feelings. Hope they help. Let me know if my internet's working good, y'all. It says I'm having some interruptions here. I'm going to scroll down and see what everyone's saying about, about that. Let me know if, if y'all still can hear me, if y'all still can see me. All that good stuff. Let me type in something real quick. Make sure we good. Let's see here. We good, everybody? Oh, it's good? Okay, perfect, perfect. Let me just post the link. Okay, there we go. We good. All right, let me scroll back up. <clears throat> Who's my last person? Shiro? No, not Shiro. Okay, Lucinda was. Ruby8901 says, what are good ways to date in a new relationship with nothing being open and nothing to do? Um... The good way, like I said, I, I'm not trying to plug these things, but I promise you I put a lot of work in these resources. Um, I don't know how fast Amazon is, but you got this book, Dating Prep. You got uh, Dating uh, Prep, the card game. You both can get the card game. You both, well, y'all both can get the, one person get the card game. You can get the books and then you guys can go on FaceTime. You guys can go on uh, whatever uh, avenue online and really ask each other's questions. I think this is a great opportunity because sometimes our judgment is clouded in certain environments. If we keep going out and the aesthetics get to us and the the, uh, the scenery gets to us and the cologne gets to us and the perfume gets to us and the dress gets to us and um, how he put his how, how he put his clothes together gets to us and it clouds our judgment. This is a great opportunity to go online uh, uh, via now. Be very careful when y'all do this. Make sure y'all clothed. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all well dressed. Well, this might not be a good idea. Don't even get on camera. Don't get on camera. Now, I ain't gonna set you up to fail. It ain't gonna set you up to fail. Just do it over the phone. Do it over the phone. Don't do it over no FaceTime. Do no videos because that, I don't know where you are. I don't know what stage you at. And because you start getting in video, then stuff starts getting all into place. So what I would do is just get on the phone, get a, get a book like Dating Prep. You both order it. And there's questions in, in the book. And y'all just ask simple questions because it's, this, is the great, uh, this is a great opportunity to find out the character of a person because the, a certain environment won't be able to cloud your judgment. And you can really hear what they have to say. Now, if y'all mature to do video, then y'all do video. Be mature with it because facial expressions are important. What are good ways to date in a new relationship with nothing being open, nothing to do? Um, find out who you're really trying to be with and really and seek God about it. The good thing about being quarantined, you can say, you know what? I got plenty of time to seek God about you and do not allow this time to build unnecessary emotional connections. And you get overly invested, overly involved. And all these emotions are rise up because you've been on the phone for hours a day. And then when y'all soon, when the, when the lockdown and quarantines have been lifted, now you got these, these emotion, these rush, these rush of emotions bonding y'all deeper together because now y'all get to see each other. So what I would do is ask real solid questions. Um, and the dating prep book will be beneficial to you on my website. I am unplugged.com. I am unplugged.com. Get that book, Dating Prep. One of y'all get the card game and y'all get to know each other in that vein. And then um, when it's when, it, when the time is lifted, at least you'll have clarity and at least y'all can be like, you know what, this ain't meant to be because some of the answers are not adding up to the answers that I have. And especially if the answer ain't adding up to the word of God. If the answer ain't adding up to the word of God, <clears throat> excuse me, then you have your answer. Hope that. Great question. Ruby, now what are what? Okay, I already answered that question. Okay, Samella Campbell says, 
What's your views on having a non-negotiable list for dating? Does having one limit God? No, <clears throat> but maturity kind of enhances your understanding. It enhances what you really want. Um, non-negotiables are very important. We're talking about legit non-negotiables, non-negotiables that are rooted in God's word. See, if this person's character, attributes, actions do not line up to the word of God, those are non-negotiables. Non-negotiables can be about, uh, could be can can pertain to the word of God. Non-negotiables can pertain to your purpose. Non-negotiables can pertain to just borderline basics. And so there's nothing wrong with writing non-negotiables. Just make sure non-negotiables are not surface level. Make sure that your non-negotiables are not like uh, if he's if he's under six one, then it's a no-no. It's nothing wrong with liking what you like, but make sure that you're not you're not putting yourself in such an exclusive box that the only person that you end up marrying is Jesus. You see what I'm saying? So if you're looking for perfection, then then you, the only way you're going to see perfection or find perfection is 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 uh, the ascended one who is Jesus. But if you're looking for a person that's matched your purpose, get into God's word and say, OK, what does the word of God says say about a husband? What does the word of God say about a wife? What does the word of God say about life? What does the word of God say about certain things? And then develop your non-negotiables from the word of God and let that be your compass. And then there's nothing wrong with adding certain things in regards to um, um, standards. Like, you know, um, your purpose is this way and, and you're a non-negotiable is a person that, well, that's written in the word of God too. A person that overly works and abandons their family, um, a career driven woman, a man may be a non-negotiable, which is rooted in God's word, putting your family first. So make sure your non-negotiables are rooted in God's word. And, and according to your purpose, and the more you grow in maturity, that list will get a little bit more specific. And then you will see the specific one that God has for you. And you'll be able to look at your list, look at that person and say, you know what? This person is 98.9% my list. And it, but your list improves as you mature. Uh, okay. What is your views on having a non-negotiable list for dating? Does having when not, not, nothing limits God? The more you get to God, you'll see God's limits. You see what I'm saying? The more you get to know God, the more you engage in God, the serious that you take the marriage. And when marriage is held, held in honor in your mind, you will actually find yourself discovering the limits of God. And then you won't be then you won't feel like you're limiting God, but you'll begin to observe like these are the limits of God because I've been I got the limits from the word of God and from my time with him. Sassy Saint says, do you believe that you are not a true Christian if you do not speak in tongues? No, I think I think there's a difference between. um, um being sealed with the spirit of God and, and being filled with the spirit of God. What I mean by that is, is I think there's a gentlemanship when it comes to the spirit of God. I think, uh, uh, so you can be saved. That's my honest opinion. Just from my observation, um, that you, that you are saved, not because of works, but you say by the grace of God and the grace of God is, uh, uh, the goodness of God that draws you to their repentance on awareness of mind and realizing that you are a sinner in need of a savior. Once you realize that you're in need of a savior, then you're sealed by his spirit of God. Now speaking in tongues and all those different gifts are, are uh, delegated based upon maturity, based upon understanding, uh, <clears throat> and, and it goes from there. And so don't worry about if you don't speak in tongues yet. Um, just, just know that the gift of, not the gift, but speaking in tongues is a gift. Um, it helps you um, in spiritual warfare tactics that you'll pray things that even demonic spirits can understand. Secondly, praying in tongues is a way for you to uh, pray things that the Holy Spirit knows exactly you need to say out of your mouth for, uh, for domination purposes because you are human. And you can declare things, and and but you'll be declaring things according to the divine uh, purpose. Uh, but that comes over time. That comes with you desiring it. But don't think that just because you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved. Hope that helps. Pink October, you're so welcome. Miguel Garcia says the season I'm in, I know it's to focus on God and grow spiritually. But I met someone that could potentially be the one. Is it okay to ask God if she's the one, even though you know it's not for now? Uh, it's nothing wrong with having a conversation with God. It's nothing wrong with being honest with God. Um, and, and, that's, and I want to make sure I'm very clear about that is that I don't want you to be like, well, I shouldn't approach God about anything. Um, that's your friend. That's your father. You see what I'm saying? And, and you can go to God and say, God, I really like this young lady, um, but I, here's my heart, God. I want to give you my heart first before I even open my heart to her. Because if I open my heart to her before opening my, venting my heart towards you, then my heart, which is deceitful and desperately wicked, will have me entangled in a delusion and being deceived into thinking this woman is my uh, 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 woman. You know what I'm saying? Or man, if the opposite sex, see? But when you understand that I can communicate to God about anything that I can catch, that's a care. See, we look at cares as 
a care is always a bad thing. No, a care can be a good thing. Like I, I begin, Lord, I'm beginning to care for this girl and I don't want to cast this good care on you because it will turn into a, a burden I can't carry. And so people think casting my cares is always something rooted in sadness, something always rooted in depression. No, a care can be, I really care about this career, God. I really care about this person, God. I really care about this. And I, but I just ultimately want to be in your will. <clears throat> and God um treasures and, and really embraces those who are honest with their heart. So um, but but stick with the facts. The facts is this the season that you're in is to focus on God and grow spiritually. But you also got to understand that so in the process of that, God can God can do anything. In the process, you get to know him. You can meet a person. Right. Uh, but potentially uh, must turn into specifically. You see what I'm saying? And the specifics comes with spending time with God. And, and you as the man do not initiate anything. Right. Most men get themselves in trouble by initiating a pursuit of a woman prematurely. Confusing themselves and confusing a woman. You see, what I'm saying. So, since you being the man, my advice to you is: do not pursue her. Do not ask for a number. Do not try to go out with her. Do not try to make it seem like you're interested. Be cordial. Be kind. Be a brother in Christ. Keep it chill. Keep it smooth. You know, what I'm saying, keep it, keep it, whatever. And 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 um, don't get too caught up. But I see your other part of the question. You said she's also in a different country. Met her on a missions trip. Cool. That's good. Y'all got separation, so you got plenty of time to see God. And and and. Uh, in the midst of ministry, you can still miss God, because when you when when you meet someone on the same mission field, particular particular like mission field can be career, can be business, can be uh, uh, things that you like each other. Those that can also build an extra. <clears throat> is this of God? It's crazy how we say, uh, I believe this is God without first going to God. So ultimately, my advice to you, my brother, is do not initiate anything. Limit your conversation online since she's far away. Um, do not give buzzwords to try to trigger her emotionally, try to trigger her into leaving her place in God. Honor who she is to God. And when you begin to, because your reverence for God will determine your reverence for everyone else. Most people are selfishly pursuing a woman, don't care about who she is to God. They just want, they care too much about who she could potentially be to him. So my advice to you is to make sure you honor God because the fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom and your level of reverence for God will determine your level of reverence for her. And if you respect her as a daughter of God, then you will say, you know what? It's not wise to, because that's God's daughter. And, and, and you know how we are when it comes to girls and their fathers. And, and if we got that type of respect for some women's fathers, and most people don't, a lot of men don't, you should have that ultimate respect for God being her heavenly father and move accordingly. So um, uh, go to God. Don't, don't limit your conversation with her and cast that good care to God and see what he has to say about it. Hope to help. George Falcon Jr. says, I need to get closer to God. And although I trust him, I'm nervous on how to go about starting a fast. Should I just put it off until the weekend? How should I fast for it? Um, fasting is, there's two types of fast. Um, when uh, There's a fast just based upon health reasons, not health reasons, but for better health. Like I do intermittent fasting where I fast about 17 to 24 hours, 20, well, uh, uh, 16 to 20 hours a day. And I eat most of my food within a four to six hour window. So that's a fast that I do because of the benefits and, and what I've seen, the results in my life. Um, but when it comes to spiritual fast, uh, predominantly spiritual fasts are supposed to be sent by God because fasting should not be done from a purpose from you. A fast should be done because God is telling you to do it because he knows there's a reason for it. Um, and also there could be you could you could fast when you find yourself. OK, there's three types of fast. Um, uh, there's the fast that you do for just better health. There's the fast that you do when you feel like, you know what, I'm just not in the right flow of God. The third fast are those big fasts, like going seven days without food, uh, three days, just water, 21 day Daniel fast, 40 days, no food, all water. Those are the big fasts. Don't do those fasts. I don't care what, don't do those fasts until you are educated. And 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 also until it's it's uh, entrusted to you to do by God. The middle fast is when you feel frustrated. You feel like you and you you are out of the flow of God. And and the purpose of that kind of fast is for you to get back in a uh in the middle of your fellowship. Um, to, it's true um that it's in Him we live, move, and have our being. But our mindset can disconnect us to the obvious presence of God, having us going our own way, causing us to cause grievance to the Holy Spirit, 
causing us to navigate improperly, etc. But when you begin to realize that I'm off, I'm not really where I need to be. Uh, uh, fast that those type of fast may be. I'm a, I'm a turn away from my food and, and I'm a turn away from social media. Those when those fast, you kind of turn away from things that has gained too much of your focus and disrupted you from God, distract you from God. And then you get involved, invested in your spiritual development. And, 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 and you don't, you look to gain sensitivity from God versus getting specific things from God. So the goal for fasting is to increase my sensitivity, to increase my focus and get back in, in my lane and back in where I need to be. If fasting is not supposed to be uh, about, I'm going to go get an answer. No, when you are sensitive to the answer, capital A, all the answers, little A's will be revealed. So don't be afraid. God, God, I, I, wouldn't, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do no big fast. Don't be doing no three days water because you're not, your system's not developed. Your system's not mature for that. And if the whole, and the Holy Spirit only supports you physically, to do those kind of fasts when he is the one specifically sending you to do them. Um, so all you got to do is say, what are the three or four things that's keeping me from focusing on God? What are those three or four things that are keeping me from uh, um, growing in God? Then those may be the areas that you fast from. You may have to go seven days without social media, uh, seven days without TV, whatever, whatever, and go from there. Um, but ultimately, 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 Everything when it comes to fast should come from your fellowship with God and the leadership of his Holy Spirit. So if, if if I was to doctor this situation, just from my experience, number one, go talk to God. Uh, and what I would do is I would first start off with something outside of food to fast from. And but but before you do that, spend time with God tonight and say, Father, what is what is affecting my focus on you? And talk with him. Start the conversation, silence your room. Open up a window, go for a walk, go outside, uh, go to a peaceful place in your house and just sit back and say, God, here am I. I here's my heart. What must I do? And I promise you, he'll let you know. Hope to help. Miguel, she's all, okay, okay. Rodeo, hey coach, pray all, all is well. Thank you, Rodeo Jordan. Sassy Saint, oh, she's 13. God, God knows exactly what he wants you to do. I don't want to just blurt out stuff and make you, you know, feel like you got to do certain things. Just um, see God about what you need to do with that, that young lady, that young child. But you do your part and stand in who you are in Christ and keep it going. You're welcome, Ms. D. Rodeo Jordan, how do you totally forgive a mother who has caused years of deep emotional hurt? How do you fall back involved with her? Uh, first off, <clears throat> Jesus is very, was very clear when he says... I forgot what book. I don't know if it was in Matthew or Luke where he says he didn't trust himself with everyone because he knew the hearts of people. Um, you don't owe your mom anything now that you've grown in regards to that, especially if your self-care would be affected and your self-love would be affected. Um, but forgiveness is non-negotiable. So you have to forgive. So without, we're talking about fellowship. We're not talking about forgiveness. Forgiveness, you have to do. Uh, 70 times seven per day, 490 times a day if, if needed. You see what I'm saying? Um, but total forgiveness boils down to uh, uh, the renewing of your mind uh, uh, and, and understanding uh, how did God how did God use this? Who am I now that God may have? How the who am I now from this? Um, uh, what could I? How could I use this to benefit the world? To benefit other people who struggle with this? Um, and 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 there you go. And and really get a journal and process the hurt. Process what she did to you. Write down everything she did with you because in doing so, you, you release it out of your heart. It's very important to put certain things on paper. It's very important to see it on the on the on on a page and really go before God and say, I forgive my mother for this. And when you find it hard to forgive, Holy Spirit, help me to forgive. I, I, I forgive, but help my unbelief in this forgiveness. And keep that list until you cross it off and realize when I look at that thing on that paper. I really don't feel any tug anymore uh, because it's very important to practice forgiveness. Many people think, well, I, 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 what is forgiveness? There is a, a practical way to forgive. And, and you, you get you get you your best systems, write down the offenses, write down the insults, and then compare it to what the word of God says about forgiveness and take each one of those things before God and also put down the the actions that were that you committed, sins that you forget it, uh, committed because of that, and forgive yourself for those. Repent from those things and forgive yourself from the from 
um, what happens when you're a child? Like, did I cause this? Was I was I this to her? And, and you forgive her. You forgive yourself. You repent for sins that you may have done towards her or towards yourself or towards others because of that 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 uh, um, uh, pain. And then, but all that has to be compared by the word of God. And then over time, you will find yourself uh, actually engaging in forgiveness. And you got a sheet of paper too, where you can say, uh, when I thought about my mom, I had this feeling, so I forgive. So then when you look at the paper at the end of the day, I forgave my mom 10 times a day. Then you'll begin to see it manifesting your life holistically as you put it into practice. Hope to help. But but you got to deal with those emotional wounds, get those emotional wounds on paper and allow the spirit of God through his word and through your time with him um, to kind of cross those things off the list. But if that person still exhibiting the same character and the midst of your forgiveness, then you distance your love. Everyone or distance your heart. First off, the difference between giving someone your love and your heart. Uh, um, people have to earn your heart. That's as simple as that. Um, there's no no one should give their heart. Everyone should earn your heart. Everyone should prove worthy to entrust to be entrusted with your heart. They should be sent by God, certified by God. And even in that, you allow the Holy Spirit to delegate your level of trust and your level of heart. But you give them love, you give them kindness. Your level of love is depending on their level of character. Your level of love is depending on their level of, of respect towards you. So if they're disrespectful, then I just won't come see you. I'll call on you, I'll call you once a month, check up on you, I'll pray for you every day. But because you, when I'm on site, you being disrespect, being disrespectful, I can't I can't come around you because then I'm out of sight of my character. See what I'm saying? So you love them, but your love is not forcing it and trying to. Uh, uh, make it work. No, you give them a certain amount of love until they realize they have to earn those deep levels of love and earn your heart again. Um, even parents, because some people will will do whatever manipulatively to get you back under their control and then cause even new uh, emotional traumatic experiences for you and causing your heart to be hardened and all that good stuff. So hope to help. Jay Jack says, hey, Coach Josh, I have a quick question that I need some clarity on. No problem. I got you. I'm a single Christian woman with no kids desiring to be with a man who doesn't have any children from a previous relationship. Is this classified as a standard or a preference? Um, that can be that can be both. I think standards are because you got to understand what you can actually have the grace for. You have to have a grace list. Like, what do I actually have the grace for? Like, genuinely, I, like some people are just uh, graced. To, to take on somebody else's child. Um, some people are not graced for that because of God's purpose for them. So there's nothing wrong with saying, I want to marry a man uh, who doesn't have children because, because of, 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 but you got to make sure there's genuine reasons. Um, but at the end of the day, Ain't no wrong with having a preference like that. Um, and it is what it is because you did your part. You, 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 and that is, I'm not saying they're saying you better than that person, but if you worked hard and maximize your singleness and you really want to uh, start afresh and anew without any baby mama drama, like, listen, 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 it's okay. Some people got the grace for the babies, but, 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 but do you have the grace for the baby mama? You see what I'm saying? You got grace for the for the uh, for the baby, but you got grace for the baby father. That's the things you got to think about. Uh, you cute, but not cute enough. You see what I'm saying? So you got to really get into that frame of mind. Was like, you know, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? What do I have grace for? You see what I'm saying? Do I have grace for that? Do I really want to deal with that? And it's okay if you don't want to deal with that. And that person shouldn't even be affected. That's why you shouldn't even entertain anybody that you know you don't have the grace for because then you put them in a bad position and you take them away from a person that actually has grace for them and their children. So it's nothing wrong with having it as a standard or a preference. Um because it is what it is. This is your life and 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 w- when you do things God's way, you have the right to 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 uh, be pursued and and have what God wants you to have, and that's okay. And there's no knock to people who have kids. It's just a reality that sometimes when you do have kids and you do have different things, um um um, you have to trust God even more because there are certain people that that are not built for for that type of thing. That doesn't that shouldn't discourage you because there's a lot of men, there's a lot of women who have the grace for that. Um, but that is nothing to be frowned upon. There are certain things I had a grace for and I didn't have a grace for. There are certain things was my standard and my preference, and and I and I held that up. And because I, it wasn't that I was better than anyone or whatever. It is just what it is. I just didn't want to deal with certain things and that's okay. But some people got the grace for that and God has graced 
that before that before your situation is informed in this world. So if you have a child and you're like, but coach, I'm single. Does any man want that? God knew you was going to have a child and had a man ready to be a father for that child at the right time. So we're not sitting there saying that God is like, well, you got a child. I ain't looking out for you. No, God's got you. But don't get mad at other people who have standards and preferences that's exclusive of that because because they they'll hurt you and hurt themselves. They try to do something they don't have a grace for. Hope they help. Lady Shantae says, my ex ended our engagement abruptly and harshly, demanding the ring back. He said he was a man of God, but treated me harshly after three years. I was left feeling broken. How can I continue to move forward? Realizing that the title is just a title. You know what I'm saying? You know them by their fruit, not what they say out of their mouth. So first, you got to make sure you separate uh, who he said he was versus the fruit you saw. Because many people use the man of God or the woman God phrase or title to get themselves in the door to manipulate individuals. So don't worry about that. He probably saw another pastor that he want and wanted to see what that's about and left you or whatever. But do not allow the actions of someone else to dictate your value. And if, because most sometimes God will abruptly end a thing because he knows that you have a certain type of heart that will do a, those, a, a, a certain thing. And sometimes he'd be like, this person's got to go. He allows that person's sin. He allows that person's mindset to harden their heart for you so they can be out of their life. Because God can't make people do anything, but he can make people do certain things. What I mean by he doesn't forcibly grab you and make you do things because there's a there's a, there's a a law in there between free will and God's providential will. But there can be stages set up. There can be situations set up that he knows will bend a person according to a way um, and because he probably used Pharaoh's pride to harden his own heart. It wasn't like God was like, I'm going to harden his heart. God utilized what was in his heart to naturally harden his heart towards things to reveal his purpose. So yes, if your ex entity engagement, give him that ring because you listen, you worth more than that ring. I don't care. I don't care what, what you think. I don't care how embarrassed you feel. I don't care what your girlfriend says about it. I don't, I don't care how you feel about taking down the Instagram pictures on your Instagram. I don't care about all that. You're free now. You don't got to worry about that. I'd rather, I'd rather seemingly be embarrassed online and don't have to worry about being with this joker offline. And so my ex ended our engagement abruptly and harshly demanding the ring back, give it back to him. He said he was a man of God, bull job. But treating me, you know, by their fruit after three years, I was left feeling you was left feeling <laughs> you was left feeling. Let me say you was left feeling broken, but you got to change the way you see. The power is not in the person who left. The power is not in the hands in the person who was left. You know what I'm saying? Because now you left out of that trauma. You left out of that, 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 that boy like tendencies. How can you continue to move forward is to find out who you are and praise God that God, oh, I'm so thankful that you freed me from this joker. Write down the facts. Write down everything he did to you that was in, in, in uh, that was not of, of God and not in his word. To renew your mind in the idea of, well, he was a man of God or he was a preacher. Or he was a pastor. Do you know how many men out here running around, messing with women, doing all kinds of stuff. And, and the Bible says many in that day will say, Lord, Lord, have I not cast out demons in your name? Have I not prophesied in your name? Have I not done marvelous works? Have I not preached? Have I not Have I not built churches? Have I not did all these things in your name? And Jesus looked at them and says, depart from me. I never knew you workers of iniquity. So you got to understand that just because a person say a thing, Jesus said you will know them by their fruit. You have to examine them by their fruit. So write down the, the rotten fruit that that person gave in their relationship and allow that to be the facts that subsides your feelings, push your feelings at bay to help you go forward in Christ and, and, and rebound, regroup, reassess everything. And then when you see the facts, you'll see why you should walk in faith and process those emotions, because potentially the weight of your emotion is is based upon um, the, the, the level of intimacy you was in with this gentleman. So what you got to do, I want you to go online. Oh, man, I, did I email everybody? I think I emailed everybody. But email me tonight. I'm going to send you a PDF copy of this book, The Purpose of Freedom, How to Untie Soul Ties and Uproot Strongholds. You get it on Amazon if you want, if you like papers. But if you want this book right now, send me an email tonight. And here's the website. Send me an email right now. Say, hey, I was the young lady with this joker that left me and whatnot. And, 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 um, and I'll send you that book. PDF, and I want you to think about these soul ties and strongholds and work on yourself and rejoice because you don't got to deal with his bull job. You don't have to deal with his boy likeness anymore. That's my advice to you. So give him the ring, 
And but you gotta set bounds because what's gonna happen is he's gonna try to come back. The girl he left you for, it, the, he's gonna feel like his artificial turf. He's gonna be like, man, this ain't this ain't real grass. And he's gonna try to come back and try to get some. You know what I'm trying to say? And then that's what you do. What you do then? You say, you know what? I ain't here no more. When a person jumps the fence to go see if the grass is greener, build a higher fence so they can't even come back into your yard anymore. Hit me up so I can get you that book. Liz Lewis, y'all talking to each other. Okay. Can God give you desires? God will delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you desires of your heart. Delight is important. We look at delight, mean, well, I go to church, I do this, I give, whatever. That ain't really delight. Delight is God, you're my dependency, you're my love, you're my hope. I'm content in you and I'm, I'm following your will. Then your desires will become his desires. I miss your question, Ruby. Hi, I miss your question, Ruby. Ruby, where you at? Because I ain't going to do you like that. What are your ways to date in a new relationship with none? Oh, I got you, Ruby. I got you with the dating question. I got you. I got you. Up, oh, got to go. 45 minutes, y'all. I got to go. Let me just see what that last question is and see, see, if, see if it hits me in my heart. Okay. Every day, new by Nora. God's grace has shined upon you through his servant, Coach Josh. Hey, Coach, I have a question. I have a childhood boyfriend whom we're not in the same country currently. Three years ago, he came, but it didn't work. Now he came again and he said he's ready to. Um, Just because he's ready doesn't mean it's God's timing. Just because a man pursues and he has a quote unquote relationship with God doesn't mean that it's God's timing. A woman is uh, responsible in how she responds to a man's pursuit. This is how a woman should respond to a man's pursuit. By number one saying, um, that's nice to you. I think that's flattering. But let's seek God about this. Because because um, when it comes to anyone trying to come into your life, you have to understand your mind is valuable. Your time is valuable. Your emotions are valuable. Your, your, your uh, energy is valuable. And when you begin to see value in those different things, then you will begin to say, you know what? That's flattering. That's cute. I think that's nice what you're doing. I like that you're interested in me right now. But but let's see God about this. Always put God in between you and them in the beginning, in the stage until God is in the midst of y'all two in marriage. See what I'm saying? Always put God there. I'm going to put God in between us. Because I need to, I need to see if you're gonna respect God first. I'm gonna put God in between us. Because if you don't, if you don't, if you and God ain't right, we, ain't, I ain't gonna be your wife. If you and God ain't right, I ain't pursuing you to be my wife. You see what I'm saying? So put God in between y'all two always. Put the word of God in between y'all. Put the standards of God in between y'all. And, and that's very important for women because a man would just be men are hunters. Man, we we. Uh, you want a man that's uh that pursues you out of his intimacy from God, not just from his instincts. Some men just pursue off of instincts. Uh, oh, she pretty. She loves God. I'm after it. The, most men are not at the mature level to pursue from their own intimacy with God because they'll be like, you know what, God, she cute, but but I ain't I ain't I ain't gonna pursue her until you release me. That's trust. If a person doesn't trust God, they'll rush things. You see what I'm saying? They'll rush things. Things will get old. Things will get stale over time. And so what I would do is how to how to, how to to act as a woman in the middle of a man's pursuit is number one saying, okay, let's seek God about this. Here's 14 days, blase, blase. And don't look at that as leadership. That is just modifying his leadership. It's checking his leadership. It's, 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 it's helping you see his leadership. So don't get so caught up with, that's a woman leading. That's not a woman leading. That's a woman saying, this, this is how I deserve to be led. This is how I'm required by the word of God to be led. That before I follow you into submission. See, see, a woman doesn't submit to, God, uh, submit to a man in the boyfriend phase. A woman doesn't submit to God in, in the engagement phase. The submission Submitting to a uh, submitting to a man begins when y'all are married. When he put that band on your hand, put that band on your hand, right? When he put that band on your hand and he walking from the altar out the back door and the rice and, and water are not water, but the uh, the bubbles are thrown at you. Then that's when you submit. Now you may uh, you may uh, honor his leadership, but your submission is ultimately to God. Like I ain't about to just follow you anywhere. Man, I gotta see where you're going. You know what I'm saying? So number one, how to dictate, dictate his pursuit is is first uh, uh, demand him in a, in a nice way um, 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 to seek God about this, and you seek God about it. Um, um, make sure you communicate your standards and 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 um, and your uh, uh, standards and your and your whatever the word for standards is first. This is this is if you're gonna pursue me, you're gonna pursue me like this. Now, pursuit. It's different in chase. You don't make a man chase you. You make a man pursue you. 
Like I give an analogy for football, for those who watch football. I'd rather be a defensive line pursuing a quarterback than a, 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 a instead of a defensive line pursuing a running back. And what I mean by that, once that person gets past, now I'm chasing them while they're going for their goal. Uh, but I'm pursuing them, meaning they they're in my they're in my uh, 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 prep, in my of uh, sight of view. Um, but but you don't make a man chase. Let that man pursue you. Let that man whatever. But but you determine the how he should pursue you. We're not going here alone. No, I'm not going to your house. No, we're not doing this. Now, we, no, we're not doing that. This is how you would pursue me in holiness. And that would kind of help him realize one or two things. Am I ready for this or am I not ready for this? Um, but you know it's from God. And I, well, I don't even want to say it like that because God is diverse in how he does things. But there should be a certain level of maturity that he exhibits when pursuing you. Uh, um, but just because he said he's ready to pursue you. And just because you have some recent history or a history long ago with that individual, that doesn't mean you just open your heart and allow him to pursue you. Uh, just because he says he's ready to be married, are you ready to marry him? It has have you seen he y'all y'all haven't been in the same city in a while? Have you seen any kind of fruit? Don't go buy a person's fruit online. Online fruit ain't real fruit. Offline fruit's real fruit. Anybody can post it. They got uh, organic apples and organic oranges and organic vegetables and fruit until you really see that is uh, that is that is bigger than normal, that it was overly exaggerated. And you find out this thing is kind of genetically modified and it's not real. Hope to help. Love y'all. Got to go. Y'all have a blessed one. Timestamps below. Books online. The purpose of purpose of freedom. How to Untie Soul Ties and Strongholds. That book right there is on uh, Amazon on my website. World War Me. How to Win the War Within. Um, dating prep. This book right here is how to date yourself and the love of your life forever. And a card game that goes with it. Dating prep is a great resource and tool for you guys to answer, ask certain questions to gain um, clarity from God. Uh, my first book that I ever wrote, Unplugged, wrote this 12, 11, 12 years ago, the top things to unplug from. Uh, and the purpose of singleness, are you whole or full of holes? Um, this book right here, very powerful. Book. All books, are, all these books are powerful. And also my memory verse, a card game called Memory Muscle. Uh, it's a fun way to play uh, to memorize scripture with a group or with yourself um, because in order to navigate these times, you must know the word of God. The word of God is your only weapon against the enemy. If you don't know the word, um, the weapons will form and potentially prosper against you because you won't know how to clap back and, and give them that, uh, uh, let that chopper go. You see what I'm saying? All right, love y'all. Y'all be blessed. See y'all next time. Um, T-shirts online, books online, uh, ways to give online, ways to support my channel, ways to support uh, what we do. Um, make sure you go to my Mr. Ezzy channel. I got a lot of videos for kids during this quarantine season. Uh, go to the Good Guys channel. Uh, all those are on my uh, YouTube channel page. Good Guys uh, podcast coming out on Wednesday at noon. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. See y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>